You're listening to the World Watch weekly podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm Andrew. Sitting with me here is Nicolette and Jared, and we are uh, grateful to be together for this podcast and grateful that this week was Brother Andrew's 94th birthday. Woo! Happy birthday, Brother Andrew. Now, for many of you, you might you might know about Open Doors and you don't know who Brother Andrew is, or maybe you have heard of Brother Andrew, but Brother Andrew is the founder of Open Doors. And he uh, began uh, helping persecuted Christians in 1955 when he made his first trip across uh, the Iron Curtain into uh, communist countries. And now he documented that story in a book called God Smuggler. Now, maybe you've heard of God Smuggler or you've read it. If you haven't, uh, you should let us know and we'll make sure you get a copy. Yeah, God Smuggler is an internationally uh, best-selling book with millions of copies sold. And it's the story of how this young missionary from the Netherlands gained the courage to begin bringing Bibles to his persecuted brothers and sisters. And at the time, communist Europe was a very dangerous place to be a Christian. Churches didn't have access to the Word of God. Bibles weren't allowed to be printed. Religious material in general wasn't uh, allowed to be printed in communist Europe and the Soviet-ruled countries. And Brother Andrew wanted to strengthen the church in those places. And he uh, felt as his calling a specific verse from Revelation, which says, wake up, strengthen what remains and is about to die. And he took that as a personal calling to strengthen Christians in places where faith costs the most, which is now our slogan at Open Doors Canada. In God Smuggler, Brother Andrew's autobiography uh, chronicled his early years, and uh, he describes his dangerous border crossings, which we did in um, this blue VW Beetle, which has become known as the Miracle Car, because it just kept going. And it, it really uh, helped him in, um, to make these dangerous trips back and, back and forth across the border. Um, and while he did these trips, he developed this trademark prayer, which has become known as the Smuggler's Prayer, which goes something like this. Lord, in my luggage, I have scripture that I want to take to your children. When you were on earth, you made blind eyes see. Now I pray, make seeing eyes blind. Do not let the guards see those things that you do not want them to see. So he prayed this prayer, and to this day, Open Doors workers also pray this prayer as um, as we help Christians in many different persecuted areas in the world. Brother Andrew's work has grown from just him to an international ministry, and we are now at work in more than 70 nations to strengthen the persecuted church, and uh, Open Doors continues to distribute hundreds of thousands of Bibles and other Christian literature every year. Um, but we also train and support persecuted Christians in other ways. Um, and Brother Andrew himself described that when he first discovered the persecuted church behind the Iron Curtain, the need was for Bibles. But as uh, the ministry expanded, um, he says that other needs emerged. And so now 
There are things like seminary training, um, where leaders are trained so that they can be, um, they can lead more effectively for their congregations. Um, and in other regions where Christians are discriminated against or denied education or quality job opportunities, um, we can strengthen the church by providing small loans um, and helping Christians to start businesses. And so the needs and the strategies vary from country to country. And this was really important to Brother Andrew. One of the things that Brother Andrew did before he retired and stepped down as, as the leader of Open Doors was to make sure that we had our core values in place. And one of those core values is that we are persecuted church driven. And and Brother Andrew talks about how that means that we don't come to the persecuted church with what we think they need. We come to them asking them what they need from us. And that's how our ministry has evolved and changed uh, from just Bible distribution to all these other things that Nicolette mentioned. And uh, that's uh, such a key component of Open Doors. Now, God Smuggler is the most famous book by Brother Andrew, but Brother Andrew has actually written several other books, mm-hmm. including uh, Light Force, The Ethics of Smuggling, uh, God's Call, and Secret Believers. Secret Believers uh, is subtitled, What Happens When Muslims Believe in Christ? And it's the story of uh, several Muslims in places like the Middle East uh, who encounter Jesus and whose lives change and what it's like for them. Now, Nicolette mentioned that uh, the ministry of Open Doors has changed over the years. And Brother Andrew began his work by going, as we mentioned, into communist Europe and the Soviet Union and places like this. Now, uh, of course, uh, eventually the Soviet Union collapsed and uh, the Berlin Wall came down and the Iron Curtain was removed and, uh, and Europe became more accessible to the gospel. But as the ministry evolved, as Open Doors ministry grew, uh, it also grew into new places in the world. And one of them was the emergence of the Muslim world on the global stage. And so Brother Andrew's work, uh, along with that of his Open Doors team, shifted into strengthening the church in Muslim countries. Yeah, Brother Andrew was actually focused on Muslim countries long before our world thought about it. Mm-hmm. He uh, before the Berlin Wall fell, his his focus had already shifted to the Muslim world, seeing it as uh, the the biggest challenge for the church coming into the future. So since today is Brother Andrew's birthday, um, we wanted to share a bit of his story and um, some of his heart and some of the the mission, like the the origin of the mission of Open Doors. And today's prayer request will actually come from um, his book, Secret Believers, and Jared is going to read um, an excerpt from it. The Challenge Are we really convinced that we are engaged in a spiritual war? If so, shouldn't we commit to a life of prayer? The Apostle Paul writes, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Ephesians 5, 15-17 Paul goes on to exhort us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and in the final chapter of Ephesians, instructs us to put on the armor of God and get engaged in spiritual war. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This war is fought with prayer, first of all. Again, the persecuted church in the Islamic world can show us the way. 
There is a pastor in Cairo who is attempting to prepare the church in Egypt for engagement in spiritual battle. Because of a recent attempt on his life, we will not name him here. Referring to Isaiah 19, a prophecy that says God will reveal himself to Egypt, this pastor says, We're praying for a real awakening. We believe God wants to pour out his Holy Spirit over this nation. And he is seeing evidence of that. We need to love Muslims and to see them loved by Christ. Five years ago, I didn't observe that. But in the last five years, I've started to see Christians praying for Muslims. We pray especially for visions and dreams, and we see answers every day. Christ is revealing himself in visions and dreams. We see Muslims coming to us, asking us questions because of the visions. Of course, that provides new challenges for a church that isn't used to actively engaging Muslims with the gospel. This pastor and other leaders are equipping their congregations for these encounters, but the biggest challenge is one of the heart. They have to love Christ more than themselves. They have to be ready to die. A great revival in a Muslim country means a good number of martyrs. You have to expect it. I expect many Christians in the West will recoil from such a statement. Shouldn't this pastor be more cautious? Shouldn't he protect his flock? But our friend sees it differently. He believes the only way to reach his country is if believers are willing to give everything, even their lives, for that cause. The question that emerges from this discussion is, what roles can the rest of the body of Christ play, specifically the church in the West? This pastor is blunt. First, love Muslims. This is the command, to love our neighbors as ourselves. They are our neighbors, they are not our enemies. If they are our enemies, we have to love them even more. We cannot win them to Christ without the spirit of love. If they hate us, we have to love them more than their hate, otherwise we will be defeated. They need to know that we are willing to die for them, not to kill them. This will convict them, and they will revise their faith and open their hearts to the love of Christ. Then the pastor gives us the punchline. Please pray with us. Many times I've told the church outside, don't pray for us, pray with us. Can you see the difference? If you pray for me, you will pray for my safety and my prosperity. No, just pray with me for the Muslims to know Christ. Do you think you can pray with your persecuted brothers and sisters today? So let's pray right now. God, as we hear stories of our brothers and sisters around the world who are seeking to follow Jesus in places where faith costs the most, we take this challenge to heart, the challenge of praying with them, uh, more than simply praying for them. We're inspired by the stories of people like this pastor in Cairo, whose desire is to love his Muslim neighbors, despite the opposition he gets from them. Uh, and his request for us to pray with him, uh, to pray that the Muslims uh, in his neighborhood will know you, and that uh, dreams and visions will abound, and that through them, the truth of Jesus will become known in his community. So, Lord, we just pray along with our brother uh, and with all of our brothers and sisters, uh, particularly today in Muslim nations, but uh, of course all around the world, um, who are simply trying to live faithfully in the places where you've placed them and who are trying to reach their neighbors and their communities for you, despite the difficulties that that presents. Uh, so, Lord, you know the prayer requests on their heart. You know what they are asking of you. And we would today simply echo those prayers and pray with them. Pray that you would show yourself to the world, that your kingdom would be built in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. As Andrew mentioned, if you're interested in reading God Smuggler or another book by Brother Andrew, uh, please contact us. Um, and if you have any other questions or something that you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast, you can reach us at podcasts at odcan.org. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And those are all great places to get uh, current updates about what's going on in the persecuted uh, world and with our brothers and sisters. Um, so please connect with us on there. Thank you for tuning in and we'll hope, we hope you join us again next week. God bless. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find more ways to pray for your persecuted family on our website at opendoorscanada.org or follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada. 